0: Hi, it's great to have you on Your Career Podcast. I'm Jane Jackson, and thank you for listening. If you're a new listener, why not subscribe to this podcast so you're the first to listen to each new episode that'll provide inspiration in your career. Just go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio if you use an Android device and click subscribe. I've also a free Kickstart Your Career audio course that you can find on my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Jane Career Coach. See you there. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Welcome back to my careers podcast where I interview fascinating professionals who've made amazing career changes. And today, lucky me, I have Kelly Cairns, who is the tech angel from the UK, on the show. And we met. Mm, Round about October 2017, because I found her on Facebook, because she's got this amazing Facebook group, and I'll let her tell you all about it. Let me just give you a little bit of background on Kelly. So, Kelly Ken's she is the tech angel, and she's been running her own award-winning online business for the past 11 years. She's had the pleasure of working with clients such as Universal Studios, large music arenas, TV personalities, and Hay House authors. She works with female female entrepreneurs every single day who want to move their offline business to a successful online business, making money through their website and social media, and mainly without spending endless hours of trading time. And I know what trading time for money is all about. And so having an online business, which enables you to get away from it, is a fantastic thing. Now, Kelly has scaled her own business to the point where she no longer has to be trading time for money. She can step away knowing she can still make money and also have a life. So entrepreneurs, have a life. That's good, isn't it? So Kelly knows the exact steps you need to follow to automate your business. She's won numerous awards, most recently VA of the year for the Northeast of England and runner up VA of the year for the entire United Kingdom. So let's find a little out a little bit about our tech angel. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Hi. Me? <laughs> well, well, I was so excited when you agreed to come on the show because I have been part of your Tech Angels Club on Facebook ever since October last year. And because of you, I've started Facebook Live videos and I'm really enjoying video and Anyway, before we go into all of that, let's find out about you and your career journey because this podcast really is to find out how people made successful transitions, either into new roles or their own business or how they might have changed industries. And you've done a little bit of all of those, haven't you?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I think it's whatever I've done from the beginning has always been a stepping stone anyway to Mm. where I am now. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I have. So it's been it's been,
0: it's been insightful. <laughs> well, let's find out about you, Kelly Cairns, as a little girl, and when you were growing up, wherever you were growing up, and I believe it was Wales, where it you was. Up? Yes, there yeah. you go. And when, when you when you were young and you were growing up, and say a young teenager, what what did you have in mind when it came to your career? Well, I grew up. I was born in the eighties,
1: um, but I was I always call myself a nineties kid. <laughs> So, I grew up kind of like in the 90s, and my both sets of grandparents had their own business. So, I knew that I always wanted my own business. But back in the 90s, the perception was only the middle class or the higher class people had their own business because I grew up in the valleys, as you say, in Wales, and it was very much mining community and working class community so I never ever felt that I was ever going to achieve that so I just put myself into education went to college and found myself an office job but my aspiration from when I was 11 because I went on work experience with a friend who had their own business was to have my own business I didn't know how that looked like I didn't know whether or not it was going to be achievable, but it was just something that I wanted to do. Where all my friends wanted to be nurses or hairdressers, I just knew that I didn't want to work for anybody else. I could see how that kind of, at the time, not freedom because I was just a little girl, but I just felt that
0: I wanted to be like my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship yeah. was really in your blood. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you look
1: at that way. I mean, my mum, she was always, she was the care provider. So she never really worked when I was younger. Um, she worked when I was older. So, we, so I am very much from women stayed at home and looked after the family. And the men went out to work. My dad worked in the pit mines. And he was also a door-to-door salesman. So he's very working class. But it was my grandparents, I think, that instilled that passion of not wanting to be like that I wanted to be like
0: them oh how fantastic and so what happened so so from school days onwards what did you do
1: um school I absolutely hated it I never went
0: (laughs) you know what most (laughs) entrepreneurs hated school so there you go
1: honestly I hated it and I and I never went my parents didn't know I went they do now um but I just never went I never turned up at school and I just absolutely hated the whole experience um, but then I realised that actually, to get ahead in life, you do need an education. Mm. Um, so, I, so I knuckled down when I went to college. I didn't want to go to university because I felt that it was going to be a waste of my time. And I just really wanted to just get in there and started to get experience. So I landed my first job as I finished college um, in a local business, um, in a damp roofing company. So I was the secretary. Um, And then I moved on to a housing association and I had numerous posts in there, just kept kind of digging away and chipping away and getting promotions and just being where I wanted to be. And I had an amazing career in Wales. Um, But then I met my husband and I decided that I'm going to go on this massive adventure and move 300 miles north. (laughs) So I did that. um, And then I got a job in the NHS um, which I absolutely loved. Um, I left there as the team leader um, for the dental team for the whole of the northeast, which was fantastic and I loved it um, and that kind of gave me the passion to want to further myself more and help people more because I had that role where I was very much the person helping them um, I would help like even the the IT department <laughs> when they got stuck in IT, it wasn't even my job. So it was all of that. So all of that learning and teaching and all of that was just something that I knew that I wanted to do. Mm. Um, and yeah, I guess that's kind of where I am now. Obviously I was in the NHS and I had an amazing career, but then I had kids and my youngest one, had difficulties I mean if you if anyone's followed my journey you'll know that he's autistic so child care was a nightmare um he was ill all the time so I was having to take time off work so I just started to do some freelance stuff um to try and just get my business off the ground and it just all happened by accident from there and here I am 11 years on
0: Yeah. Isn't that amazing? You know, because so so often, you know, you've got a career and you're going down a certain path and then our values change so much when we get married and we have children and then Mm -hmm. Need, you know, to really take care of the kids because, you know, there might be any issues. And, and, and okay. so you, I, I just know how much time and effort you need to, to spend on them so that, you know, they can grow up to be happy, healthy and, you know, amazing individuals as well. And so you probably wanted to spend more time at home to be with the family, but then you still wanted to have your own thing. So is that when, when you came up with an idea to, to set up your own home based business?
1: Um, Yeah do you know what it wasn't an idea because I think nearly 12 years ago now I think in the UK being a female entrepreneur and working from home wasn't a massive thing it Mm. wasn't something that was well known so it wasn't as if I saw loads of people and I wanted to kind of follow suit it just happened accidentally so I just started looking for things online that I could do. So I I search, I put something in Google, um, searching admin work from home, because I thought, right, I'm just going to start from the basics. Um, And I just found a few things that I could do. So I started just doing um, formatting documents for people, Mm -hmm. for like estate agents and things. And then I thought, actually, I could make a career out of this. I could actually do this full time so i just did a lot of research and found the term virtual assistant which i'd never ever heard of before and it just evolved from there so i began my journey as an entrepreneur as a virtual assistant
0: mm. and you're an award-winning virtual assistant too so so yeah. let's find out a little bit more about that so what happened so you you set up a VA business you must have been offering a variety of administrative support um uh-huh skills to who, whatever yeah, probably small business owners as well yeah who who needed some support and yeah. so from there what what happened with these awards I mean the, congratulations it's <laughs> I mean, it's, fantastic. <laughs> it's nice it's nice to, to be the award-winning entrepreneur it, it, do you know what it is and but I'm very
1: coy about it so I never really mention it and I should but oh, it's like I I'll
0: mention it <laughs> yeah.
1: It's just a typical British thing, isn't it? Where we just don't want to kind of sing our own praises, Mm. Um, but we need to. Um, But yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think I did start out as a VA and I was offering everything. And it's a case of not knowing what you need, not knowing what you need to be doing. So you'd kind of you're a jack of all trades, aren't you? So you just say, well, I can do this," and I'm going to do it for everybody. Um, but then I soon realised that actually that's not the way to win. Um, so I started niching. So I started realising that actually the, I didn't like doing everything. So I scaled back and just concentrating on the elements that I did enjoy doing. And I think that kind of set me out from the rest of the virtual assistants because there's loads out there now Mm. Um, and they're all fantastic and they're all right. But I think as a true entrepreneur, you need to niche and you need to stand out and be different from everybody else. And I realised that and... I started kind of building my business online and started networking online, started just being really visible and making amazing connections. And then because of the way that my business was and the way that I niched and the way that I set myself apart from everybody else, obviously that was recognized, which is amazing. Mm. And I I think that's kind of how my business has grown because I realized early on that I didn't want to be like everybody else. But then I was like that from the age of 11. So <laughs>
0: you're never going to change me. <laughs> I think, And you know what? I think it's a really good thing to always want to be a little bit different because we're always saying, what's your unique selling proposition? What is it that makes you different? What is it that makes you special? And, and because you don't want to, you know, fit in with a pack, that's the only way really to excel. Because if you're going to conform and conform and conform, it's safe and it's comfortable, but it doesn't give you the opportunity to grow so you step out of your comfort zone and you become known and you think oh okay well let me grow some more and some more that's how you win awards and you really get recognized Absolutely. so so what would happen kelly from from being an award winning va to becoming the tech angel which is when i met you and so i know that you know it's been 11 years in the making or you know maybe it was 9 10 11 years in the making um so so what happened how did how did it evolve um i wanted to grow i wanted to scale my business
1: but being a va the mindset of a va is that you trade your time for money so you would work you'd bill your hours and you will invoice your client for the hours that you've worked, and obviously there's only so many hours you can work in a day in then you need to look after the children, you need to look after your home, you need to look after your husband, you need to sleep, you need to eat mm-hmm. so you 're limited to the number of hours that you can actually work, and therefore you 're limited to how much you can actually earn so i didn 't I felt so constricted that. I didn't want to be like that so I would in the holidays for example in the summer holidays I'd have six weeks out because I couldn't work when the children were very young I had six weeks out and six weeks with no income and then by the time you've come back in September it used to take me about four months not four months four weeks sorry to kind of gain that momentum again and start getting more clients in so you were talking six 12 weeks of more income and that's huge yeah. and that was stressful and wasn't a very nice experience so I thought you know what there, there has to be something different something needs to change because it wasn't fair on me it wasn't fair on my husband who was supporting us all at the time and I just stripped back even more the things that I could do away with so I decided that I didn't want to just do basic admin anymore I wanted to do a lot of training I wanted to share my experience with others I wanted to show other business owners how they can scale their business in the way that I did so obviously that's how my courses were born and um, that's how which we're going to talk about in a little while that's how my tech club was born and um, that I just realized quickly that I needed a way to have a passive income so that I can actually step away from my business and still earn money. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how my business has evolved from being a VA to where I am now because I no longer call myself a VA um because I don't do the traditional VA stuff. And to be fair, I don't really well I don't I don't no longer trade my time for money mm-hmm. and everything. I'm probably eighty percent passive now compared to where I was a hundred percent hours,
0: yes, that's right. I guess active versus passive, and certainly the 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 time for money thing is so hard, especially for people who are consultants, because you know I I do these road to entrepreneurship workshops and you know how to start a business workshops, and so many people think, oh, I'm going to be a consultant, and and they're so fixated on. You know, what should I be charging? What's my hourly rate? What's my half day rate? What's my full day rate? And, and I always think, oh my goodness, if, if, if that's the way that you're going to think, there's a cap. To how much you can actually earn uh-huh. uh, because you know it, it's and what happens if you're running your own business and you don't get your superannuation paid and 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 you don't get paid leave you don't get paid medical you really need to be earning enough to be able to cover all of that as well um, yeah. and, and so you need to have something to cover you when you go on holiday or when you're sick. And the only way to do it is if you have an alternative um, income stream or multiple income streams as well, yes? And so you've covered the secret to this, uh, which which is fantastic. And so when you became the Tech Angel, uh, what, what, what was it that prompted you to be the Tech Angel and how did you come up with that name?
1: Um, I worked with a coach, actually, and... The, the main thing that I helped more, or, or most of my clients with was the technology. Mm. So a lot of the stuff so I started doing, I was I was working a lot with WordPress and um, building membership sites and implementing things like mailing lists and all of the stuff that comes with kind of building your business online because I had to learn all of that for myself because I didn't have the budget. So I knew all of the pitfalls. I knew all of the things that didn't work for me and I knew all of the things that did. And I found myself in naturally in this niche because I had a passion for the technology side of things. And I thought, you know what? I'm not doing all of that admin anymore and I'm just going to solely concentrate on the technical side of stuff. Because one, I loved it. And two, I realized there wasn't anyone else doing it. So I instantly stepped myself out of the conforming box into being something different and something that I realized that actually what I call my ideal clients, soulmate clients, what they really needed. And it was kind of like the missing link. So mm. that's what made me want to move to that. And that's kind of how the tech angel was born.
0: Mm. And who are your sole clients?
1: Um, it would be female entrepreneurs who struggle with the technology really mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of them honestly like a lot of my clients I, I mean m- my soulmate client ultimately is me when I started out I didn't have a clue how to run a business I didn't have a clue what systems I needed to run a business and a lot of my clients are like that so they could be um therapists for example who have um a physical space in the high street and then all of a sudden they're having to compete with all the competitors who are online so they might be doing Facebook they might have a website and they're like oh my god I've never had an online presence before and now all of a sudden I'm expected to I haven't got a clue because I'm really good at doing the massage I'm really good at you know doing all of the hands-on stuff but haven't got a clue how to do everything else Mm. so that's my soulmate client.
0: Yeah, I think the thing is is that most people who are running their business are really good at what they do. And yeah. what they do could be baking pies. It could be executive coaching. It could be, like myself, career coaching is, is my main thing. And you get so focused on the doing and the delivery of what you really enjoy that you forget about the marketing side of it. And I have yeah. to admit, a little bit like you, Kelly, that once I started learning about the social media side and the digital market, it's so much fun but there's so much to learn and so if you're willing to put in the time and the effort to learn how to do it that's great but most people just don't have that inclination and then they get confused and overwhelmed and they don't know what to do and they're going to chuck it all in and that's when the wings of the tech angel appear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this analogy here. You know, I'm going, I have, as well. I'm going to have a sip of my champagne because it's my birthday tomorrow and I'm allowed. It and It's 8.30 yeah. at night in Sydney. And it's what time in, in the UK? It's 10 to 12 in the afternoon. So it wouldn't okay. be appropriate if I yeah. had a glass of wine just well, now. Well, you could join, you join me for, for my birthday lunch. But, but here we go. So cheers, Kelly. Mm. Cheers. Yeah, and so being able to 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 find a way to um, to automate and leverage technology and be able to reach a wider audience, this is what you help people do, right? So tell exactly. me tell me all about the Tech Angel Club and how you help uh, female business owners who are in overwhelm.
1: Okay, so first and foremost, I have my Facebook group, which is the Tech Angel Club, and that's a free group where people can come and get support from me and support from others. Um, Aside from that I have got my online VIP Tech Angel Club which is a step further from the group where I have all of my training so there's videos, there's workbooks, um, there's guest VIP so I get not only because I know I don't know it all um, so I get other people to come in and offer their insight and offer their expertise as well um, to really give you kind of an all around support. As well as that, we have um, monthly live Zoom group calls where all of the members come together and we all just have a chat and a coffee and support each other and get accountability. So I know that there's people that struggle with the technology. I know that perhaps they want to learn it for themselves. I know they haven't got a budget, perhaps to outsource. Um, maybe they want to get new skills. So that's where you would come in to the VIP Tech Angel Club where you would just get your hands on all of this amazing training. So there's things like all of social media, there's how to create sales pages, what they're about, what makes sales pages amazing, there's website training, what else is there? There's just loads. I can't even think off the top of my head. There's hours and hours and hours of videos. Mm-hmm. Um and it just makes a difference, doesn't it, having that resource because when I started one I didn't know what software I wanted and then two when I realized what I needed I didn't know how to use it so then I'd spend hours on like YouTube or Google just searching for silly little answers that might just take two seconds of somebody's time to say you need to do it like this but I would spend hours and hours trying to figure it all out and That's why I've got the VIP Tech Angel Club, because I realise that people haven't got that time. All they want is the answers to their problems right now, and it's in there. And if it's not in there, then they just come to me and say, Kelly, I need to know how to do this, and I create it for them.
0: I think it would be. I mean, it make life so much easier for anyone who's who's thinking about setting up a business to get it right right from the beginning. Because you're absolutely right. It's it's like sure we can Google stuff and we can go onto YouTube and watch videos to learn. But that learning process takes so long, and you're getting a little bit here, a little bit there, and and it might not actually match up. And you might be using one system, and the video might be about another system. And sometimes you just get really overwhelmed. And I find a lot of people say that they're constantly feeling in overwhelm because they're trying to do everything themselves. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying help. <laughs> I need a bit of support. You know, I mean, it's actually quite sensible uh, rather than getting yourself yeah. a stressed. And, um, and so with your, uh, the, the people that you help, are they budding entrepreneurs or are they quite far down the track with their own business and they just want to get more online or is it a mix?
1: It's a mix. Um, I've got a couple that are literally just starting out in their journey, but then equally I've got people in there who are quite far down in their journey, but maybe they've gone in a different direction or they aren't really making a go of their business and they're lacking clarity. Um, so I just they just come in and say, right, I'm stuck. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know who I'm working with. I don't know what systems are best for me. I can't find where my clients are. What platforms do I need to use? How do I use them? So I think wherever you are in your business, your business is always evolving. Online is always evolving. Systems come and go. Systems change. So I think regardless of where you are in your business, you're always going to need that help, especially if technology is a struggle for you um so yeah so it is a mixture really because as I say we we all change so you might be at the beginning and you might be overwhelmed because you've you all of a sudden need to use online stuff and you've never used it before or you might be three years four years into your business and you're still overwhelmed because your business has changed or the platforms are changed and you're just
0: stuck Mm. You know, I I find this a lot because there are so many uh, new digital platforms that come and go. And of course, you've got Facebook, which has been there and very, very successful. In fact, probably the most successful. Then you've got LinkedIn. Then you've got Instagram. Then you've got Twitter. Then there's Snapchat. And then for a while there was Blab. And then (laughs) there are all these different ones. And Blab came and went very, very quickly. But when it came, it was huge. And then all of a sudden... I turned around one day and it was gone. And I was just only thinking about dipping my toe in the water then. It had already d- disappeared. So, so how do you, as the tech angel, how do you keep up to speed with the ever-evolving and changing uh, social media and digital platforms? I'm lucky enough. It's a good
1: question. <laughs> um, I'm lucky enough that I've, kind of, I've been on social media probably since it started. Um, so I've seen the changes, especially Twitter. I was I was an early adopter of Twitter when it first came out. Um, not for business, but I used it for personal use. Equally the same as Facebook. Um, so I'm very lucky in that I always had a presence. So I've just naturally gone along with it and adopted and adapted with it. Um, Instagram, very much the same. So aside from those three Key platforms, which I'm active in, and it just kind of goes in kind of in a, in a natural flow. I haven't really got to think about it too much. I've got that space and capacity to be able to dabble a little bit in the others as well. um But for me, I don't really need to use all of them. I just use the ones that I know that my clients are using. Um, and I don't claim to know it all. And I think that's key. And I, if somebody comes to me and says, Kelly, how do I use Snapchat for my business? I'd be like, I haven't got a clue. Because I don't use it. I, I, I don't use it. I, you know, I just use the ones that I feel that I need to be using, that my clients are using. And I just know them inside out. Mm. So if somebody does come to me and say, I need to use this platform and I've never used it. I would be honest and say, look, I've never used it. You need to find somebody else because we can't can't know it all. And I think it's important for you, for anybody to kind of hold your hands up and say, actually, I don't know it
0: all. And it's okay not to know it all. Mm. But you've got a really good good um, Facebook pro- program and really good Instagram program. And that's where, um, obviously, your target market hang out mm-hmm. and where their target market hang out too, most mm-hmm. importantly. And that's why they need guidance on it. And, you know, w- with Facebook, it's, it's such a great platform because you can really target and drill down and with the analytics, find out, you know, the demographics of your audience and whether it's a geographic location or if it's an age group or whatever it might be yeah. you can actually target them can't you but but yeah. you know like when I discovered you and I can't even remember how I found you I think it was just through your group I must have stumbled upon it and thought oh this looks pretty good um and and I joined and then I thought oh she's she talks a lot of sense this woman <laughs> and then you that's right you had a um the the Facebook live challenge and you threw down the gauntlet and you got everyone who was a member to uh, stop procrastinating and being fearful of being in front of the camera and uh, start Facebook live. Now I'd I'd been doing video for quite a while at that point, but I'd never done something live. And I thought, Oh, what's the point? Because what have I mumble along and make a mistake and I can't edit it. And, you know, what if I say something really stupid or whatever? But then it was good because your challenge was you kept everyone accountable, didn't you? Every single day you were there and, okay, who's going to do one? And they all tested it on your Facebook group, which is the Tech Angel club on facebook and um you were so encouraging because everyone you know some people were really nervous and you know i was like oh i don't know if this is going to work and so when when people came on you gave them so much encouragement and then they ended up being uh, braver and braver and they they really got got quite au fait with using facebook live yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you know
1: what it was it was an amazing challenge and i've run it a few times since and people are really scared it's I think it's just the fear of the unknown and also when you are going live you're vulnerable Mm. and people aren't used to being vulnerable and especially in business they like to be in control of everything and to show your vulnerable side it's a really really good thing Mm. and I find that a lot of entrepreneurs show up and they're not their true self and People see through that. So if you go and do a Facebook Live or if you be yourself in your business, you mess up on Facebook Live. You, you know, we're all human and people value that vulnerability more than they do somebody showing up with a glossy white background and an mm. edited video. Mm. So that's kind of something that I wanted to do in that challenge to say, look, it's okay for you to be scared. It's okay for you to mess up. And it's okay for you to show up as yourself. But I also realized that going live for the very first time is scary because you've got the technology, <laughs> haven't you? And that's, and that's my women. They don't, they don't know how to use the technology. So mm. for me, giving them the opportunity to come into my group and test the technology first and foremost was really important. And, I mean, look how much you've changed in terms of your Facebook lives and how active you are as a result. And there's loads of ladies that now I'm seeing just going off and doing Facebook lives. And I'm like,
0: Oh, look. Well, first, oh. No, but first of all, it's so much fun. And also, you know, there are times when, um, I don't always plan everything weeks in advance. You know, I mean, some people have a, a, a year long, 12 month strategy. I, oh. I have a vague strategy. I kind of know yeah. what I'm going to do, but then sometimes I'm just sitting here and I'm working away and I have an idea and I think, Oh, I might share that with the group. And it could be, you know, because, because sometimes, you know, within, within my group, which is the Kickstart Your Career group, um, uh-huh. there are people like in, in California or the UK or in Singapore or in Sydney and it's all different time zones. And so I go on and sometimes I'm very lonely. I'm all by myself. <laughs> and, yeah, and it doesn't actually nice. matter because people can watch the replay, can't they? And they can. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. and, and so that's nice. I haven't quite um, nailed it in, in making it like a, a, a massive following of Facebook lives, but I'm still there. And the good thing is, is that there are many people who watch rec- the uh, replays and uh-huh. then they comment and then they send me private messages. And really it's sort of, it's touching one person at a time. I think that's really lovely. So, so thank you, Kelly. Yeah. I'm really You're pleased with you. Yeah. And what else can people learn from you?
1: Um, at the minute, I mean, I mean, my big thing is obviously learning how to get that clarity in your business because I find that the people, that, the ladies that come to me, they'll be like, "And right, I know how to use, I've done your Instagram course, I know how to use it. I, I've done your Facebook group challenge and I want to grow a group, but I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm posting. So first and foremost for me is teaching them how to get that clarity because if you haven't got clarity and who you want to work with you may as well forget your whole business because nothing else is going to work Mm -hmm. so i'm very much teaching people that you need to have clarity before you can have the direction um and to build your your business organically without the need to pay for facebook ads because one The ladies that I work with struggle with technology anyway so for them to be able to go and then master Facebook ads is just crazy and so it's re-educating them to say actually you don't need to be paying for your adverts to be able to grow an amazing business
0: Mm. Mm. I think so that yeah go on sorry yeah. If you have like an organic following and people are following you because they like what you say and they like what you do and you're providing value, I think providing value um, at the right time to your audience is the most important thing rather than, you know, pushing and selling or whatever. I mean, obviously everyone needs to sell something because they're in business too, but, but people always do business with, other people that they know they like and they trust. And it's not until you've developed that relationship Um, that they're going to feel really comfortable with you. And I think one of the things that, that's so wonderful about you and your Tech Angels Club is you give, give people a chance to get to know you and the way that you work. And then just slowly you let them know, look, I've got this. Now I've got, you know, this, this Tech Angels Club program, the VIP program. Um, you know, I've got these different online programs as well. And then you let people know, but you don't, um say you must buy it's just hey I've got it are you interested and by by that time they all got to know you so well that it's like oh well if it's Kelly's I'm going to do it anyway right
1: yeah and and but that that's the thing that's like for me I'm not pushing I'm all about selling I always say I like to sell gracefully without mm. actually selling mm. so I find selling awkward in terms of by for me you know I'm just very much I provide the support first and foremost I really listen so I know who my soulmate clients are and I really listen to what they want and what their problems are and this should apply for everybody that's in business is really understanding what they need what they want what their problems are because then you can Support them fully. You can give them the value that they want and what they need. And then, when it comes to something that you want to sell, they already love what you do. So you don't actually have to sell to them mm-hmm. because they because they they trust everything that you do and they love what you do. So that is a natural progression for them then to actually work with you and buy off you. Yeah. So yeah, so I just that's that's kind of my strategy, and it feels good.
0: Mm. And I think that's the beauty of inbound marketing is that people come to you rather than you going out and trying to find Mm -hmm. them. So, Kelly, tell me, what are your top three tips for entrepreneurial success or online success? Um,
1: Okay. number one, as I've already said, is the clarity, because there's no point on being online. There's no point trying to sell. There's no point having a presence if you don't know who your soulmate clients are. And what your intention is. So what I mean by intention is, what is your end goal? What do you want these people to do? So who you want to work with, what do you want them to do when they kind of see what it is that you have to offer? So having that complete clarity around all of your business is really, really key. Um, The second one is be yourself and be okay with being yourself. And not worrying about what other people think about you. Because I find that a lot of the ladies that come to me go, I can't do a Facebook live. I can't do this and I can't do that because what, what will other people think of me? What if they think that I'm a fraud? What if they think that I'm lying? And this imposter syndrome, as everybody calls it, really stunts the growth of somebody's business. So you have to step into, I am good at what I do and be confident with it. Share your story and be yourself. You don't have to show up all pristine and in a suit and in a clinical environment and all of that. It's fine that you do your Facebook lives in your car. It's fine that you do your Facebook lives, you know, wherever you are, because you're showing up as your true self and people want to work with you as the person rather than somebody that's not real and authentic and then my last one is ask for help because I think in business we see we might go on social media and we might follow some people and we might look at them and think oh they've got it all sorted they they know what they're doing they they've been a success and why am I sitting here and I can't achieve that so you have to ask for help and it's okay to ask for help because we all need help We all need that support because we don't, all of us don't know everything. And how people show up is not necessarily the truth. So don't believe believe the hype and don't buy into the hype. And those people will probably got a lot of team behind them, helping them. Mm. So they've asked for help in order for them to show up and be successful. So you need to ask for help and get help to be successful successful
0: as well. Mm, fantastic tips kelly and actually it's so true because most of what people post is curated and so you only see the good stuff you don't see all of that hard work because i always like to think of it as that iceberg you know Uh and you only see the tip of the iceberg you don't see all that muck underneath the water when everyone's scrambling or maybe the other analogy would be like a duck you know you're looking very calm cool and collected on the top the little legs are going like crazy underneath and most most people like that because Because for for every successful entrepreneur, there is years and years and years of hard work behind it. So really, I mean, an overnight success, a true overnight success where they just happen to land on their feet is really very, maybe 1% or less or 0.1% of the population Uh would be an overnight success. It's a a overnight success after about 10 years of hard work. yeah it's
1: about 10 years after Mm. 10 years of hard work Mm. but then sometimes it might somebody might be in their third attempt at a business it's not it's not something that happens overnight Mm. and that is like you say it's really important that people realize that and people don't buy into courses that promise that you're going to make £7,000 in a week. It just Mm. doesn't happen like that. So it's about being real and realistic and knowing that business isn't easy. It doesn't happen overnight and it does take a lot of blooming hard work.
0: However, if anybody needs any help, there is the amazing VIP club, right? Exactly. So tell me, when is the VIP club launching and how can they get to it? It's open right now. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And you can get to it by going to Mm www.thetechangelclub.co.uk.
0: And also, if you want to follow Kelly, um, go to facebook.com forward slash groups, the Tech Angel Club, and you'll find her. And I'll also have all of Kelly's um, websites and social media links on my show notes on jayjankscoach.com so you'll be able to find her and follow her and and learn an awful lot from her as I have done as well and so I have to tell you I'm very excited because in three weeks time I'm going over to the UK to see my daughter and I'm having a family reunion up north and guess where Kelly Cairns is up north (laughs) so we're going to meet in Durham aren't we we are it's going to be fantastic i'm really excited about that it's going to be so much fun because here we are we're looking at each other i feel like i know you so well already having met you virtually um on on facebook in october but then now we're going to meet and we'll do a facebook live and i think that's going to be great great fun so it will be really fun (laughs) i know (laughs) Isn't isn't digital amazing? You get to make it some, you know you just meet some fantastic people, and yeah. I was very pri- privileged to meet you, Kelly. So good I know, well. likewise. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. It'll be an experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have lots of photos. Okay. Yes. So thank- <laughs> much for your time it's now getting a little bit late in sydney even though it's just just your lunchtime in in london i'm going to have my glass of bubbles and when i wake up in the morning i will be a year older because it's my birthday and so we'll celebrate kelly together in durham exactly have an amazing birthday tomorrow (laughs) thank you (laughs) thanks so much for coming on the show it's been really very welcome. okay bye. bye If you'd like to find out how coaching can help you, visit janejacksoncoach.com, where not only will you be able to listen to other fascinating interviews from professionals who've made amazing career changes, you'll also be able to download some free ebooks and guides on how to manage your career effectively. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at